Welcome to the Part-Time Money Podcast. My name is Philip Taylor with ptmoney.com, and today I have the special privilege of speaking with Ms. Erin Mabian and Kim Pittler, and they're co-founders of Blueprint Proposal, which is a boutique uh, proposal, sort of help you, learn, help you to know how to do a proposal right uh, service, uh, which looks really cool. So for guys out there uh, who are, or girls, I guess, who are, are looking to propose uh, and need some ideas, need some help making it special. Uh, they're your company. So, mm -hmm. Kim and Aaron, welcome to the show. Thanks, Philip. And we should say marriage yeah. proposals, not business proposals, because people <laughs> will ask us to help them with that. And I say, no, 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 no. We do marriage proposals. <laughs> good, good, good caveat. Um, so, how'd you get started doing this, guys? Kim, you want to go ahead? She's on the call. Sure. So um, we are coming up on our one-year anniversary. We launched in July of 2012. Erin um, and I have been long-time friends and have always talked about doing some sort of business together. And the idea kind of struck us one day. We've been involved in a lot of different um, planning when it comes to different parts of the wedding, but we've seen this um, lack in this certain area of helping to plan proposals. Um, and after helping out with a lot of friends and such, we kind of decided to jump on um, this opportunity and combine um, our skills and backgrounds and expertise, which we melded really well together, um, and we ran with it. So we're about uh, a year in the making. Awesome. So uh, can you explain for those, everyone out there, what service you actually provide for people? Sure. Kim, I'll go. So we specialize as marriage proposal planners either one, helping our clients ideate really creative, personal um, concepts for marriage proposals. We also help um, clients who may already have the idea of what it is that they want to do and how they want to propose in mind. We'll help them actually execute and um, really sort of curate in the best way possible how to have and carry out that beautiful proposal. And then uh, the third sort of service that we offer will be oftentimes for our clients who may not know how they want to propose and may need all the help that they can get that's out there. We'll sort of run the gamut with what we need to do to help them um, really offer the most beautiful, interesting, personal proposal, marriage proposal possible. That's great. This is a good service. I, I definitely know whenever I was uh, proposing, thinking about proposing to my wife that, uh, you know, I wanted to do something creative, something mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's not really cliche, uh, but also something, mm -hmm. you know, special and unique to us. So um, I was able to kind of pull that off, I think, but it would have been good to have a service like yours, um, you know, at the time I would have probably considered it. Mm -hmm. So who, who would you say your ideal client is? You know, I would have to say there's a couple of ideal clients, but um, I'd say the, the greatest kind of uh, client we work with is that, that client who um, comes to us with a great idea and just needs something to put it into action. We love, um, as much as we love dreaming up great proposals and we're always, you know, um, thinking of crazy ideas which we hope to implement one day, it's really great when um, a client comes to us with a personalized story um, and some ideas of what he wants to do, but just needs someone to kind of help um, run things on the ground. And in that case, we like to think of ourselves as like a concierge service. Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes, um, people are in need of these services because they're not from New York City and they want to propose here. So um, we like to run everything on the ground so that they can really just enjoy it. But we find that all of our clients come to us are ideal because um, if you're coming to us for this kind of help, it means that you um, 
are putting so much thought and effort into this experience um, that it, you know, you're oh, oh, an awesome person just to begin with. So. Yeah, yeah. so maybe give us a flavor of one of the, the coolest uh, proposals you've been a part of so far with your service. Kimmel, I'll go ahead and answer that. You know, we've had some really incredible opportunities and um, people always assume that because we help our clients plan um, and execute their marriage proposals that we are planning flash mobs, skydiving off the Empire State Building, um, parades down Fifth Avenue every week, and that's often not actually the case. Um, more than anything, our clients are just looking for something either exclusive or extremely personal. Um, so one of the most recent proposals that we did that was incredibly special is that there are certain places in New York that are um, pretty exclusive, and one of them being Gramercy Park. So when it comes to getting to the park, you must actually have a key. Um, now having a key um, requires you to live on the park itself. I think properties begin at around two and a half million dollars for an apartment on the park so there aren't a lot of people that actually live there but one of the greatest proposals that we had and it was a great challenge was figuring out how are we going to help our client get the key to propose in that park that had been so important and a place that his fiance now had never actually been able to go into and had always dreamed of so wow. that's something that's you know an example of that we something that we do that's really interesting and um, if anything, like Kim said, it's a service. It's a concierge service. We take care of all those details um, instead of him having to stress out about how on earth is he going to either, one, afford an apartment on the park or find a key. Yeah, making dreams come true. I like it. Um, so maybe talk about the different price levels that you're, uh, you're offering and maybe talk a little bit of if that's changed over time or how you set that initially. Sure. Sure. Um, our prices vary based on the client because it's all based on the experience. Um, but our, our most basic brainstorming package, we like to call it, which is just if someone needs a little help with ideas, um, and we give you a, a full rundown of, of two personalized ideas along with a suggested timeline for the day of the event and vendors to work with. Um, and that can start at $250. Um, when we start talking about the full-scale um, proposal package, um, uh, our pricing begins at a thousand dollars, and again, it varies. You know, if you want um, just a, a, a private evening or a full weekend event, it can um, range based on um, the level of services provided. Sure, sure. Plus, all expenses, right? Exactly. And the benefit of working with us is because of our multiple vendor relationships, we pass those along to you. Um, so we have great uh, relationships not only with um, locations in New York, but with um, florists and designers and um, jewelers. So we can kind of help you get everything you need that day at a, a good deal. <laughs> awesome. That's great. So how many of these are you doing a week? You know, that number... We're going to say that number really ranges. I mean, right now we are in the beginning of summer, so it's definitely wedding season. Kim and I see business sort of slow down out of respect for everyone who is getting married over the next two or three months. Mm -hmm. um, but generally, we'll be working anywhere with half a dozen to upwards of two dozen clients on, on a monthly or bi-monthly basis. Oh, okay. That's nice. So, uh, and how long have you been in business? 
it'll be. We are hitting our one-year anniversary this July. <laughs> okay. Okay. And you mind sharing what revenue you did last year with the service? Um, you know, it, it's hard to actually share those um, exact numbers because um, we have changed our pricing structure um, a lot from uh, our initial days of inception. Um, but we are proud to say that we came um, up in the green, um, even despite those initial costs. But you know, um, and sometimes it takes a lot to get the business up and running. So um, we'll have a better idea, I'd say, after this next year, what our um, annual revenue is going to look like. So you were in the green. That's what you can give me? You can, can you give me we a... Were, yeah. <laughs> well, we're not in the red. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. a good start. Uh, what kind of... Ex that's, what, that's a good... That means it's a good first year. We're doing something right. Okay. We knew that it would take a lot uh, just to get everything set up, and we wanted to get things moving slowly and set up in the right way. And that was really important, especially because we are doing this part-time. Um, so we set some um, big but achievable goals, and one of them being um, to first initially to break even and then to move into the green, and we're proud to say that coming up on our year one we have. So we're looking forward to year two. That's great. What kind of expenses do you have? You know, overall, our the overhead that we carry is actually fairly limited. So, in addition to just you know having our website, running the emails, um, keeping track of you know finances, um, we have a lawyer. You know, th you know, just very basic things like that. But thankfully, you know, we're not actually manufacturing anything. A lot of the research and development that we put into this um, often comes from happy hour or trying out a new great restaurant with a friend so there are definitely added benefits of that so um, for the most part you know at this point we really don't spend a lot on on the business itself and we've actually additionally been incredibly lucky to have such great exposure and support and press for the company so that we haven't actually yet had to spend any money on actual advertising um, so that's been a really great you know sort of support system and, and a way that we've really been excited and, and invigorated by, by what we're doing is because you know we actually haven't had to spend that much money yet yeah yeah, yeah and, and to, um, to add on Darren's point we're lucky we haven't had to focus too much on advertising but um, on that same point we have been investing a lot in our in our marketing and that was a really big part of um something we wanted to do right off the bat and we knew that it was an investment but we wanted to brand ourselves um, and we're thankful within the industries that we work in to have a lot of friends and family who were eager to help us um, but that was a big part of the initial cost as well along with just the legality of setting up um, a new company. Gotcha. Well it is a nice looking website. I've checked it out. Uh, it's pretty. Um, who did that for you? We have a, a silent third partner, we like to say, um, who is uh, my boyfriend who also works um, within the industry. So um, we have, like I said, some friends and family who use their professional expertise to help us get up and running, which has been really um, fantastic. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, it's a beautiful website. and. Um, I noticed you guys are also in Savvy Sugar, not Savvy Sugar, um, oh, what's the, Daily Candy. I think I got picked candy. up on Daily Candy. So that's that's great. I definitely want to talk to you about that and other marketing efforts uh, later. Uh, but before we get to that, let's hit on uh, on income just a little bit more. And I know 
when when you guys were first talking with me, or you were telling me that you know this may be something that you w- might want to make a full time business out of one day. So, um, you know, how far are you away? You think from the type of revenue that would allow you to do that? You know, Kim and I have both spent time and um, looking just at one the cost of living, um, being based in New York City. So. Essentially, you know, what we put together as far as our business plan is looking at revenue stream and growth over 24 full months. So now that we're 12 months in, we know that this year and the next 12 months to come, I'm really going to need to to hustle. So putting in a little bit more. Um, time and money to get to that point, but um, overall, the cost of living um, split between the both of us in New York would definitely need to allow us to bring in um, six figures in the next year. So keep that in mind, <laughs> living okay. in New York. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think um, it's really important to note that we started the kind of business that um, you know most of the people don't take place during nine to five hours, and Aaron and I are uh, their full time job. Are the nine five kind of job, so we uh, do have that luxury of having full time income where we can still dedicate um, ourselves to our current roles mm-hmm. uh, and still put in a full effort um, on this job. We may have to be the second job and, and take you know those evening hours that you know sometimes you wish you could be out and doing other things. But we recognize the importance, like Erin says, that it's very expensive to live in New York and to live comfortably, um, and we want to do this slow and in the right way and. Um, we had, um, we've talked many times about going out and getting some capital um, to go out and be able to, you know, launch this whole stream tomorrow. Um, but eventually we realized that the strength in our slow growth is, 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 um, is really an advantage for us because we're learning so much and developing so much. Um, and we, we do have long-term goals to make this our full time. Um, but we also recognize the importance of the stage that we're in right now. Yep, yep. You're helping to perfect the business, right? And uh, you're still loving doing it. I mean, even on the side, it sounds like you're really loving, you don't mind spending those waking hours at night, uh, you know, working on this business and making it and perfecting it, right? Yeah, and as entrepreneurs, I think what's really special is that for Kim and I, this feels so natural that the steps that we're taking, you know, the conversations that we have with our clients and our vendors, you know, it doesn't actually feel like work. And I know that that's one of the greatest things about owning your own business is that you're actually able to live this sort of experience on a day-to-day so that you never have those hours of being nine to five and as an entrepreneur. Right. So, Aaron, is your uh, daytime job in construction? What's going on behind you there? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I, um, I am a construction worker as well. <laughs> kidding. We're having a little, kidding. Um, we're having a little uh, construction in the hall. You know, <laughs> sorry about that. Well, hopefully, hopefully they'll take a lunch break here in a second. Um, so, Let's uh, let's talk. Uh, I've got a f- definitely a few more questions here. Um, are there any competitors? We sort of talked about this taking time to grow, but are there any competitors out there for you? There are. 
but um, that was one of the really interesting things, and that was why it was so enticing to start our business here in New York, is that um, there's no one, there was no one really here in New York City specifically focusing um, on this. There are other people who are dabbling in it, we like to say, um, but this is our bread and butter, um, and that was really what we wanted to focus on. We do extend into some other areas um, of event planning, but we realized that if we wanted to move forward with this, we wanted to be the experts, and we wanted that to set us apart. Gotcha. Um, and so, what uh, what uh, what about event planning background? I think you might have mentioned this at first, but do either of you have event planning backgrounds? Yeah. So, Aaron and I come from really interesting backgrounds. I've actually been in event planning in nonprofit event planning. Um, and Aaron, I'll let you talk about your background. So, I have a background in journalism and media, and I always. Um, um, was working specifically in consumer intelligence and forecasting social and consumer trends. So a lot of product development, marketing, things of that sort. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, that sounds like a good combination. Um, it really so, is. We, uh, we can complement it from different angles, but they're really complementary beyond the fact that we know each other so well as friends. Um, the skills that we've developed in our in our very professional life really meld well together, and it was really just in, you know it was really without discussion that we kind of fell into the roles that we currently have um, in our in within Blueprint. Um, that being said, there's only two of us, so we pretty much wear every hat when it comes to um, Blueprint. Uh, you know, we we're the ones answering the phones, looking the envelopes, and you know, calling the big wigs to see what connections we can pull all at the same time. Very cool. Um, so how do you take payment? I'm sorry? How do we take payment? So through our website, oh, you can actually pay online. Um, we use a technology called Stripe. It was, for two people who are not technologically savvy, really easy to set up, and the service itself has been really wonderful to work with. Yeah, I've, I've, another entrepreneur I talked with a, a while back is using the same thing. I think I've heard of it. Uh, that's really cool, and people can find out. Was it Stripe.com? Probably, yep, exactly, Stripe.com. Yeah. And actually, it's really um, really cool to note that um, we use uh, a platform called Squarespace for all of our website hosting, and um, it's actually integrated with Stripe, so it makes it that much easier. That we didn't have, you know, it was a really easy setup. Mm -hmm. Square listings? Squarespace. And, and that's for website listings, you said? It's a website hosting platform. Hosting. So, hosting. yes. Okay. Um, well, that's nice. Uh, so that in integrates well. And then um, in terms of legal and business structure, obviously you two are working together here. So did you form a partnership? And and what uh, what's involved in terms of, uh, you know, the, the legality? I guess maybe insurance involved with doing this type of service. Sure. Um, yeah, Aaron and I formed a partnership. That was important for us right away. Um, when we knew that we wanted to run a system, we wanted to get things um, set up. And um, it's true that made it really easy that, um, you know, it'll certainly get more complicated once more people get involved. But right now, um, it's the two of us that own Blueprint um, Proposal. While we usually work um, remotely, uh, I think our offices, uh, our landing places, is um, uh, in Brooklyn, and we meet there often on the weekends and nights to get things done. Um, but uh, 
Otherwise, we we are working wherever we can and share responsibilities and ownership of the company. Okay, and insurance. No, nope, we know, haven't crossed, um, haven't crossed that bridge yet, have we, um, Kim? I'm sorry? We haven't crossed that bridge of insurance yet, have we? No, we haven't because, you know, um, thankfully a lot of, um, you know, the places that we work through, the vendors, um, all have insurance through their locations and things like that. Um, it really wasn't something that we needed to address immediately. What was more important was discussing um, client contracts and partnership agreements. And that's something that we're still just looking as we go in, you know, get our first year milestone because um, we've learned a lot from the first few clients that we've worked with and there's certain stipulations um, and, you know, important things we need to include. I'm, I'm trying to look up the service that I use um, and I can't find it right, right off the bat, but I use a service that allows you to purchase insurance uh, for a very small amount of time because I run a conference and so I purchase uh, it's really cheap insurance but gives you a little uh, liability protection for just that um, you know two-hour window or two-day window or whatever you need um, to kind of help you out there but I'll, I'll send you guys that link um, after the, after the show. That would be wonderful we're always we're always open to suggestions and great experiences that people yeah. have had and services as well. Yeah. And I noticed you guys have a blog. So why why do a blog and, and uh, you know, why why write articles? Why not just, I guess, put yourself out there? Why are you writing these articles? I think a yeah, lot of... I, oh. I was going to say, I, a lot of, of, of being a company and owning... Um, a brand is really giving yourself that voice and that presence. So aside from you know just us being very successful and um, aware of what it is that we do, it's something that is definitely of entertainment value. It definitely gives our our clients or prospective clients a better understanding of our personalities and who we are. You know, really what qualifies us. It's not a heavy sort of subject, you know, marriage proposals. So we love to share either places or suggestions or experiences or stories of other people. It's a great opportunity for anyone just to kind of who's even, you know, dabbling with the thought of proposing just to kind of see that it doesn't necessarily have to be a really um, intimidating or serious sort of experience, that it can be fun and lighthearted and there are people who are out there like us, who who can help you? Yeah. Kim, is there anything else you want to add? Because I know that you love that blog. No, I just you, you touched on it. That um, definitely, it was a really great tool for us initially to get the word out. Because when you're just trying to spread the word, you know, getting people if you post a blog post on Facebook and getting people to come to your website mm -hmm. um, is a really great tool. Um, also, so much of Erin Erin mentioned she's background in journalism, and um, I do some other semi-professional um, writing for some um, local area blogs, and um, we really both um, recognize it. We, we have a voice when it comes to writing, um, and it's a way to engage not only our clients who maybe would be a little iffy about our services if they just went to our website but then had a chance to see more of our personalities on our blog. Um, it's also a way to engage women. Um, you know, our services are, are at this point mostly towards men, though, that's just because of 
cultural norms, and we would certainly love to have um, women do the proposing, but it's a way to engage women to keep knowing about us and hearing about us and, you know, reading our blog and passing it on to people they may know um, as well, because ultimately women love a good proposal story, we found out. Gotcha. Awesome. So what about other any other social media efforts or any other inbound marketing efforts? Content exchange is really important to us, so being able to share um, our blog and our voice with others in the same industry or offering. Uh, we've been really fortunate that, um, you know, for the most part, every time that we do have a piece of media or press written about us, we're able to share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter. Um, Google Plus has been really interesting, learning just sort of the basics. I think it's still kind of finding its own identity, but um, I know from, you know, a brand perspective, it's, it's important to have, you know, a presence on almost every social media platform. Um, but I think, Kim, you know, probably, you know, Facebook has been a really great opportunity just to reach all of our friends and family and, and go from there. Yeah, uh, I would imagine Facebook would be the way to go. Um, I've seen a lot. Of, I have a friend in the wedding, uh, the, the wedding film industry or the wedding video industry, and you see their videos on there. It's just wow, you know. I mean, it really. Uh, you can tell it. It has an effect on on, on their ability to reach new clients. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the big wins, I'm sure, was getting into uh, Daily Candy and other publications. So how did you go about getting into Daily Candy and what were the results of that, and uh, have there any, been any other big wins like that? Can I, um, I was going to talk a little bit about our PR, but go for it, Kim. Oh, I was just going to say, when we first, um, one of the first goals we set out for ourselves when we initially started the company um, was to use our skills and for publicity, and we immediately put together... Um, press release announcing our company and our launch um, and begin sending around not only through our personal network of contacts, um, but just to relevant media sources that we thought may be interested. Um, and we were really fortunate in those first uh, months and even to this day to have a lot of um, really positive feedback. People are really interested in the concept because it's something they've never heard before. So Andy um, approached us, um, as did a few other um, big sources in, in the beginning, such as Thrillist, and we were featured on Time Out New York, um, and offered to do with us um, this, this deal, which was really fantastic. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. And Aaron? Um, like Kim said, and then actually also, Philip, how we were connected. So through Help a Reporter Out, which has been a really great opportunity as well. Um, I've said Kim and I you know, share a lot of our conversations about you know, who we want to speak with and you know, if we're going to reach the right audience. And through Help a Reporter Out, we've really been able to um, become more selective and um, really be able to hone in on an audience that we want to reach. So that's been another really great resource for us. Yep, that is a good resource. And uh, what about any other uh, successes along the way that you've had that you can point to, or in addition, maybe also some mistakes that you made that you might uh, advise others looking to go down a similar path not to make? As far as mistakes go, I think Kim and I have been really fortunate um, to not come across anything really major as a red flag. 
Um, but at the same time, we've been um, struggling with the excitement and hope of achieving our own business. So for us, we've avoided mistakes through slow growth. Um, but like I said, it's a struggle because it's, it's something that we want to do full time. Um, Kim, do you think there are any, what's your favorite part of this so far? Other than this Google Hangout, which has been great. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, by the way. I love um, the podcast, Jackie, so this is like super fun for me. Um, <laughs> I mean, first part is being able to do what we love, and it, it's so appreciated, it's so true that it's something you love, you never work a day in your life, and it's such a pleasure and really an honor to get to work with someone um, that I admire and respect so much, and we work so well together. Um, and I think, yeah, Aaron, so we haven't had so many mistakes as we have, um, you know, which is not getting ahead of ourselves, and we have to constantly remind ourselves that, um, you know, that it was just less than a year ago even came to our head and, and that the success that we've had since then has been really great um, and we don't want to get ahead of ourselves because I think that's where we fear um, a lot of the mistakes that jumbo could come in so patience is really key and I'm not a particularly patient person um, but we're working on the skills of patience <laughs> good well, I hope you guys get there. Um, where, and it sounds like you are, you got a good good service here, interesting service. So where can people find out more uh, about the proposed, the Blueprint proposal and uh, more about you guys? Sure. You can visit our website, www.blueprintproposals.com. We're also on Twitter, so at Blueprint Propose, P-R-O-P-O-S. And lastly, Facebook. Um, and then if you want, you can reach Aaron or Kim at BlueprintProposals.com or email address. But our website's the best way to get in touch. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you guys for being on with us today. Um, best of luck with the business. Thanks, Philip. We appreciate thanks the time so and the opportunity. Yeah, thanks. And, and just to let everyone know listening, this will be uh, available on YouTube as well as on the blog at PTMoney.com. And we also will transcribe it uh, because I know we had a, maybe a little bit of technical issues with uh, with Kim not not able to be on audio or on video. So we'll we'll transcribe it and you'll you know, be able to. I have to say that's my biggest regret in this business is not being able to figure out Google Hangout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this goes on our Philip. This goes on our to do list this weekend. We're figuring out Google Hangout at our next business meeting. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Invite me, so I need some help too. But uh, all right. Well, enjoy all right. the rest of your evening. Okay, cool.